Grab your hats and your overalls as we review the box office smash, the Super Mario Bros. movie, on today's episode of Reels Review. Hello, hello, and welcome into Reels Review. I am Donovan Weaver, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Jack Myrick. Jack, how are we doing this week? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. It's It's been a pretty good week. Uh, I've got the LSAT coming up Saturday, so I'm a little stressed about that. But besides that, it's been pretty decent. We've got a pretty big announcement to say. I, we didn't really plan this, but Jack has actually just been named uh, the new podcast editor for The Plainsman, so he'll be taking over in the summer for our beloved Casey Barrett. So congratulations, buddy. You deserve it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think think i don't know if i can replace casey though casey you know she's a she really she works wonders i she mean does. you probably think man these she, guys sound amazing they're incredible they're so professional we're terrible it's just yeah, casey's it's casey's, ed- casey's casey. editing is just so crisp and clean she really just makes this show work yeah it's it's definitely i think it's gonna be fun this next semester doing that but yeah th- thank you again uh i'm excited and yeah, let's. I guess let's get into the episode. Yeah, so we saw Super Mario Bros. movie, and we both thoroughly enjoyed it. I know, as well as Jack, we both grew up playing Super Mario Bros. games, whether that be Smash Brothers, uh, Nintendo, Mario Kart, all of that, and you pretty much got all of that in this movie. So I think we were talking about the big positive for the movie were the nostalgia and the... Um, and the amazing visuals, but just a quick little overall uh, review of it. I really enjoyed it. Story wasn't quite that strong. Didn't think it really needed to be. I think it set up the world perfectly for more movies to come, and it made a crap ton of money, so obviously people uh, seemed to like it a good bit. It it was definitely all that. It's so good. It is a huge advertisement for Nintendo. The sales have to be going up right now for the Switch, for all the Mario games, especially Mario Kart. That was like felt really pushing this movie. It's it is definitely. I think it's gonna be like one of the biggest movies probably of the year. I think so far. I mean, like it's still at the end of the day a kids movie, but it's it's big. You got so many people coming in and seeing it. No, I know we were talking about it, and I kept leaning over to you during the movie saying, I got to go play Mario Kart. I got to go play Mario Brothers. Like, I need to go play these games right now because all these nostalgia hits, all the little sounds they make, uh, the visuals, it all worked for me, like, amazingly. It really just kind of took me back to when I was eight years old playing with my siblings, you know, in our little playroom playing Mario. And I think it did what it needed to do. I think it was perfect. I think as far as humor, it was pretty good on that. I think it's going to be a great, and again, you just said it, people have to remember, this is for kids. I think people are kind of forgetting that, so you have some maybe hardcore Marty people who are like, they didn't really get into the story that much, or yeah. blah, blah, blah. There, there, there's not a lot of people saying that, but the critics I think, mostly. yeah, the critics are really diving into, because that was the big debate over this weekend for me, was how am I going to look at this film? Am I going to look at it really critical? Because if you look at it very critical, it's not a great film. No. No. But... If if you're a fan of Mario and understand it, or if you're a kid, you're gonna love it because Mario in general doesn't really have much plot in the first place. It's really just, you know, someone's been captured, it being you know Peach or Luigi or Mario sometimes, and they need to be saved, and that's it. That's pretty much it. There's no, I mean, like the like if you read like the old old like Nintendo Entertainment System like pamphlets that came with the games and stuff, those had a lot of lore to it, but I mean, it's it's pretty simple. It's a simple concept, and if you don't get it, that 
that just had me. What did you do as a kid? What did you play? Yeah, I was about to say you must have been a Sonic a, child. Yeah, you must have been a terrible. Oh God, yeah. Uh, Sonic's good. Sonic made Sonic, it. So, Sonic, very good. Yeah, Sonic Two. Uh, it beat Sonic Two, but Sonic Two did make a crap ton of money as well. But going deeper into the film, I think the two biggest positive I just said at the top of the show were the nostalgia hits and the visuals. Talk about the visuals real quick. I think Jack said it within five minutes. He said this like this movie's maybe the most beautiful animated movie I've ever seen. It's amazing. It really is good. It made me think of when I was watching Avatar The Way of Water, how I was like, wow, how is this CGI so good? The underwater sequences, they look so real. Whereas as far as animated, this was... I was, polished. It I think was. that's the way to describe it. It's super polished, but I think it's because you have Nintendo with all these assets of the characters already made. I think that made it easier on the animators. Whereas then you have movies that are kind of just being built up from scratch. They have to make, they have to draw all these p- characters. They have to ma- animate them. And Mario's already, I mean, it's already, you already know what Mario looks like. You already know, you've already have like all these, Nintendo's probably got hundreds and hundreds of files of just animated work they've already made. So I think that definitely helped because you have two teams of animators with Nintendo and then uh, Illumination. Yeah, I think everybody looked the part. I think just uh, not. I know we crap on Marvel a lot, but when they when they did Modoc, we we're like that looks awful. Everybody looked perfect in this movie. Just how I remember them, and just like just an updated version. And it was mm-hmm. again polished. That's a good word to use. It was very polished. Uh, probably a more traditional animated style. wasn't like real flashy with the animated, but as far as just clean cut, it's honestly probably the best looking movie i've seen in in terms of animated visuals and then the other huge positive and i can't trust this enough is the nostalgia hits i think it all works beautifully we're talking about this they they incorporated i don't know who did the soundtrack or the uh um who the incor- score yeah the score for the movie but they like changed it a little bit enough mm-hmm. to where it made you think of all the games you played growing up. The levels, the the worlds you'd go to. When they go down the pipe, when they use their power-ups, all those sounds. Even when, and my favorite one, I love Luigi. And Luigi's Mansion, when he's, uh, the little callback to Luigi's Mansion, when he's got the flashlight and he's got the the pack, and he's walking around, and the music that's playing, that's the music from Luigi's Mansion. And all of that just kind of just took me back to, again, when I was eight years old, and it was perfect. Perfect, just like on the boys. Yeah, yeah, perfect. It's perfect. I agree. Is there's so many references and Easter eggs in this movie? Like you probably have to go through this movie five times probably to get every single Easter egg. There was so much. There's so many Nintendo references. There was just so many little callbacks to to worlds in Mario. Like I know there's Mario Odyssey. There was Super Mario. Uh, Brothers, like, three, you had Yoshi's World. It, there's just so much in this movie, and you could tell they, I mean, whoever, when they're making this, they must have had so much fun. This seems like a movie that was just fun to make, and it it's almost, it's really just, like, just kind of like a love letter to, like, Nintendo in a way, just of all their stuff. It really did, yeah, because it called back to a lot of their other games. Uh, what was standout scene in the movie for me? It wasn't maybe not really stand out to a lot of people, but Mario Kart is probably my favorite video game of all time, and the Mario Kart sequence sequence was amazing. But there's a Koopa that comes in, and he's got this big old truck, and he's kind of like mo- Mad Max, yeah, and he's mowing down people, and you're like, 
who is this? Like, yeah. why, why is he important? And then you figure out at the end, he's the blue shell from yeah. Mario Kart. So, I, I again, I, I just thought that was kind of like a really cool way of incorporating something from the game that really should have no lore. Like, you, I don't even know how you would use that move besides somebody throwing it. But then you got to remember all these Koopa shells in the games. Yeah, the, those are those are turtles that they're throwing. It, it's just yeah. cool that I never really thought of it like that. And there's a lot of little stuff. I've even played uh, – God, uh, there's a Donkey Kong game that ca- that came out on the Wii. It was, uh, and I can't remember what it was called. Donkey Kong Country, maybe? Maybe. I, I think it might have been called Donkey Kong Jungle or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. It wasn't well received, but I remember playing it as a kid. And whenever you go into uh, the world of, mm-hmm. uh, of DK, it felt, again, that they did all the little music and uh, just everything. I can't, it's, I can't put into words how flawlessly they achieved it. But everything I wanted it to be, it it was like from a nostalgia point of view. Yeah, they did exactly what they needed to do for this movie to be good. They didn't take any risks. They didn't, you know, go for some crazy plot or something or story to tell. They just said, "We're gonna tell the story of Mario. We're gonna make you feel like you're playing through a game. It's gonna be quick. It's gonna be fast, just like a Mario level." And that's what it was. So, uh, jumping off that again, they're. There are a, probably, if you looked at this critically, a lot of negatives from this movie. Let's jump into the cast, though. And for me personally, I know this was big controversy when it first came out. Oh, they cast Chris Pratt, and he's going to do terrible. I thought he was, So cool. I don't know if you ever saw yeah, that yeah. Uh, meme uh, from the direction. I remember watching it, because uh, I usually get very excited as a person that owns a Nintendo Switch to watch the Nintendo Directs. And I was watching it live, and I remember everyone was so, like, the feedback after that was laughing about them going, Chris Pratt, he's so cool. Oh, yeah, I want to yeah. say that's what they said. I'm pretty sure that's what they said, but they're like just like, oh, that, that became a meme for like weeks. Well, for me, while I don't think he just blows it away and you're like, no, that that is Mario, that's who it is, I think he did a good job. I think if they would have done the voice, which the original voice actor does have a couple cameos, which is mm-hmm. nice, a nice little callback to there. I think he's his granddad or something like that. He's his dad, and then he's the... I want to say he's a retro like version of Mario. I yeah. think he's supposed to be like the jump man. Yeah, cool. Because he's playing Donkey Kong in the in the opening scene, but I think he had like two roles. He might have had some other ones. Yeah, but he uh, so th- those are nice little callbacks. But I thought Chris Pratt did a very a very good job. I think he did what he needed to do. If they would have had the original Mario voice, I think it would have got real annoying real quick. Personally. Yeah, I was thinking about that last night. I thought that it probably could wear on you a bit. Whereas Chris Pratt, I don't, I wouldn't say he did like an amazing job or he did anything outstanding. I think he did a job to where when I was watching, I didn't think this is Chris Pratt exactly. And, and I've I've heard some people say that like I can tell this is th- these are all who they're gonna be. And besides, obviously, besides uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which that that, that, was, that is Seth Rogen that completely is, through. They even do his laugh in the movie. I think everybody else hides the voice really well. Stand out for me. I know a lot of people said Jack Black as Bowser, which he does fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Is Charlie Day as Luigi? Yeah, easily. I, th- I think it really comes down to Charlie Day and uh, Jack Black because they were perfect for those characters. They did amazing jobs. They, they were incredible. I mean, Jack Black. You've seen from their media, you know, appearances. He's been really into it. They they released a music video I sent to you last night. <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh a good bit. Yeah, this is wild. Like the, the amount of effort he's gone to it. And then Charlie Day. I th- I think that was a, one of the first people I saw when they announced the cast was like spot on. That is perfect. He will be a great Luigi, and he was. I think 
he I I'm excited to see him play more of that character, honestly. No, for sure. And I would love to see a again Luigi's Mansion movie, which I think we'll probably end up getting down the road. It'll probably be way down the road as like a spinoff series, but uh, these movies continue to make a, like this much money, which I mean I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, I could see that. The only negative, oh, Kiko Michael Key did very good as Toad. Again, everybody was great here. Anna Taylor Joy was good as Princess Peach. Um, Seth Rogen. It didn't bother me that it was just him, uh, but it wasn't great. Like I like you know, change your voice a little bit. And I know Seth was like, you know, if you I, I don't I don't do voices, so if you're gonna hire me to do it, then do it. I was like, well, that's fine. But like, didn't he help like produce the movie? So I'd have to think he probably lobbied to get on this movie. Yeah, I, I doubt his, they just reached out to him and said, please come go, be Donkey Kong. I was gonna say we could go ahead and jump to the one character that I know. It's not even just you. This is I've listened to three podcasts now talking about the Super Mario Brother movie and they've all said the same thing which is Cranky Kong was just it's not that the voice act the voice actor they had was no, Fred Armiston and he's he's incredible, incredible. voices it's as, just the choice he went with just did not fit the character yeah so if you don't know who Fred Armiston is he's an, uh, basically a Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. uh, legend and he's really good at playing voices and doing different voices and he can impersonate people really well it's just sometimes you take you take a swing at a character and you make a choice and it just doesn't work. Uh, this one didn't work. I feel like it was he didn't sound old or cranky. He just sounded weird in my opinion, like a weird old maybe like a fifty year old man that was just kind of weird. Didn't I didn't didn't feel him uh, establish that role too much. It wasn't it didn't take me out of the movie. But I, I think I mentioned it within like the first scene of him talking, I leaned over to you and said, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that sounds. That doesn't sound very good. Yeah. It was definitely off putting. It reminded me of the Elvis movie with Tom Hanks. Just if you pick a bad accent, Ooh, it's not great. Not like you got to make sure if you're doing an accent, it's got to be something that's going to fit the character and work well. That did not. Yeah. So it's interesting. So whereas Seth Rogen, I crap on him for not doing one. Well, it didn't take me out of the movie because I was like, ah, I could see Donkey Kong kind of sounding like that, even though that is Seth Rogen. Whereas Fred Armisen went for something and thing kind of fell on his face, but it happens. Uh, definitely not. I mean, again, when that's one of my bigger negatives in the movie, that, that says a lot about your movie. Um, my biggest positive with the plot, I don't know about you, is Mario and Luigi's relationship. So throughout the first 15 minutes, we get a lot of them. We get the opening with Bowser, which was a nice little opening sequence. Mm-hmm. I like that with the uh, with the penguins and the dude coming out saying, like, do you yield? Yeah. I thought that was funny because I guess I'm a little child. And then you get the commercial, which if I'm sure you've seen it. They ran it in all the promotional materials, which was pretty funny. And you basically get 15 to 20 minutes of just Mario and Luigi going around doing different plumbing things before they get into the Mushroom Kingdom. And their, I thought their bond was incredible. The only problem is Luigi's the one that gets taken, so for most of the movie, they're not together, which I think will get fixed in a sequel. I think they'll be together throughout the next sequel, so this might not be a negative for too long, but I really would have liked a lot more of them interacting. I think their relationship was set up really well. You have this dynamic. They, that I think the plot-wise, they could have dove further into that, more than anything, especially since uh, you had this very emotional scene where it's a flashback for Luigi of remembering them as babies, and it's just that that's that's a moment you kind of it kind of tugs on you a bit because you connected with it, and I, they could have done so much with that. They there was so much potential, 
uh, to jump back real quick to the commercial they did, I think that was very clever. What they did was have them do the accents, and then I'm like, ah, is the accents a little too much to kind of like to kind of ease you into the voices they picked for the cast and stuff as like Chris Pratt? Because obviously, if they just had Chris Pratt be that, or if he did that accent, it may have worn on some people. No, I, I thought it was good to kind of like maybe ease people into, as you just said, it was very well. But the Martin Luigi dynamic made me think of me and my own brother. As in, I don't want to speak for my younger brother, but I feel like he's looked up to me throughout his whole life, and I definitely f- felt it with Mario wanting pr- to protect uh, Luigi because that's how I am in my relationship. So I'll often find that in movies, your experiences, if if a character's going through something you've went through, or you can relate to them, that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna hold on to. So maybe if you're not an older brother, you won't vibe with that story as much. But that one really resonated with me. And I would have liked to have seen a little more interaction because at the end when they get together and they defeat Bowser, which I thought that was an, uh, an amazing sequence uh, throughout. Like, I loved it all. I just wish maybe... I wish there was a little bit more. That's just a little bit more. Because I think... I, I just wish... I, I wish Luigi, Luigi wouldn't have been the one kidnapped. I don't think mm-hmm. he needed it. I think I, I mentioned this to you after the movie. The whole premise is that Bowser... Premise? The, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I say premise a lot. That's probably I'm probably just mispronouncing the word. I, I yeah. mispronounce words all the time. But you yeah, well, we both them. do. I mean. Yeah. Um. But the whole uh, premise is that Bowser wants to take over the Mushroom Kingdom because he wants to marry Peach. Now, I don't love that, but whatever. I think you could have just easily had Bowser's a really bad guy and he wants to take over everything and he doesn't need to kidnap anybody. And Luigi and Mario's motivation could just be like, oh. We can help these people, and that I would have been fine with that. I don't think you needed Luigi being taken for the motivation for Mario, because I know a lot of people were like, "Bro, Princess Peach should have got taken instead." And they could do that in like a third one. I must say they they could do that little damsel in distress storyline. Um, but uh, I don't think you needed any of that. I would have been fine with Luigi, Mario, Princess Peach, and Toad going on the adventure together. But um, that's probably my only real negative with the movie. Okay, so the movie itself was 80-something minutes, I want to say. I think you probably could have gotten in like 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes of something that could have just... if For the people that really complained about the plot and going into, like as we said, the dynamic between Luigi and Mario, you could have fleshed that out just a little bit more. Like Again, as we said, you got to look at this as a kid's movie. Kids aren't really gonna. I mean, they want it's gonna be something fast, and then that 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 fifteen minutes or ten minutes, whatever they add, that's that's a lot of money for animation. At the end of the day, so you also got to factor that in. That's probably another driving force for them to be like, oh, we add this in. This do, do we feel like this is very important? No, because there. I mean, there was one. I know a cut scene they had from the trailer where uh, one of the cheap cheeps uh, jump on Mario and like grabs onto his face in the commercial. It's Princess Peach trying to get it off his face, and then it goes on the toad, and then it's like we could have had that little short little scene, right? Real quick, I mean, real quick. Um, and another scene, then a scene I feel like they could have cut out, which I feel like they should have cut out actually, is the Yoshi World scene. It ruined the post credit for me because then you're like, oh, we've already seen Yoshi. So I think I mean, what do you think they could have done, Tom? Do you think they could have done 15 minutes, or do you think they could have just done like? 
maybe five, six minutes added on to that film. Oh, so this is a great point. I feel like, and I'm the big, I'm one of these people, I know you're going to hate me, I'm like, movies are too long nowadays. Unless it's a great story. I think John Wick 4, for the most part, earned its runtime. I think a lot of movies don't. You just don't, we don't need three-hour movies. I think hour-and-a-half movies are great. They're palatable. You're not in there for forever. You can just go escape for a little bit. This is one of the rare times, I'm going to say, we need probably 15 more minutes of this movie to flesh out because I didn't get, I didn't get enough Mario Luigi. But I wouldn't have added that if you're going to stick to your story. That's not what I would have added. I would have added the same with the cheap cheaps. I wanted to see their journey. I wanted to see the worlds that we get to play in Super Mario Brothers. I would have liked a little bit more of that, like the desert planet, or the ice planet, or the the, the beach planet. I would have liked to seen them in those worlds a little bit, traveling a little bit more, because it kind of felt like we need to go here, and then they automatically get there. Oh, and now we need to go here, and now we're automatically here. I would have liked to seen that journey a little more. Yeah, because they did, they kind of did that with Mario and Donkey Kong. They had like a short little scene they could have done so much more with, where they were kind of bonding for a second, talking about their dads. And then it's just like, oh, solution, now they escaped, uh, and... They could have had something at the very end where they could have made up and like, oh, this you know this guy's cool or something or such and such. They could have done something with that. I think they could have done more of a dynamic between him and Peach because I was thinking when I saw it. So Peach, you know, the little obstacle course that they have, a little Mario Maker esque obstacle course. She gets them to do. She she gets them like, hey, if you can do this, she like, I, I think she said this. I, I could be wrong. I thought she said that if you do this, you can come with me. That's exactly. But then he never really completes it. He comes close, which I, I still feel like he probably should have completed it because then it gives you like, okay, this is our hero. They didn't do that. They kind of teased it, which I think was still funny for you know comedic reasons, but they should have probably maybe had something like a little bit more where with that scene and maybe more exploring like who Peach is to set up for later films, like of course, cause they talk about a little bit like, Oh, you're a human. Like I'm, you know, they accepted me in. So, I mean, like did she also come from the same place, you know, as Mario or did she come from a different city or a different universe? Cause I know they set up galaxy, uh, as a potential Avenue for them. I think, I think when it comes to Peach, I think she's a good character. I think, again, she's voiced really well. And she plays the role of this um, really strong warrior woman well. My biggest problem is, and Marvel does this a lot, is when you just make a character great, you don't explain why they're great, or you just kind of brush it off. We don't see that journey to them becoming great. It kind of seems, even when you get the flashback with Peach, like she was just great at everything from the get-go. She didn't really have to learn a whole lot. And she says that, a good line in the movie, she was like, I didn't get it my first time either. Mario was like, really? She's like, no, I got it my first time. I'm like, okay. Like, no, like I don't like that. Why was Mario's effective? I like that he failed the course. Because he built, you built, you built, until finally our hero triumphs. It's, it's the hero's journey. Star Wars laid it out. Your hero gets... Uh, beaten to the ground he has to learn to be good spider-man did this in sam raimi's trilogy great i like that story that's what works the most for me when you take somebody like peach uh, captain marvel did this too it was like probably the most glaring example of just someone who's just kind of already great and you don't really explain explain why they're great there's no like adversity there 
So I don't know. I, that's that's my biggest problem with Peach's uh, arc because she didn't have one. She didn't have an arc. She just she started off being really good, and she was still really good at the end of the movie. I'm gonna have to disagree on that. I think the Peach one that one didn't bother me. I get what you're talking about the Marvel stuff. Marvel does that a lot. A lot of other franchises do do that with characters that they just kind of make are these incredible people. This one didn't bother me too much just from the video games because she's shown in games where she can handle business before. And that's where I'm like, okay, because then like, I understand her arc like already from being the games, like playing the games. Like she, She's capable of doing things, but I do understand like with the obstacle course, I do think they could have maybe done something a little bit different. Like they explain why no, she. No, th- that's what I'm saying. I, I I don't I'm not mad. She's uh like. But I mean, they did say stuff. like okay, like she became their princess, which I think they did like in a very short kind of like summed it up. They kind of like because I think that's this whole movie is that they're like, hey, you know what Mario is, you know what this whole game, you've played it, you understand it. We're gonna quickly touch on this, quickly touch on that. Okay, you get it. All right, let's go because. The dialogue they had with her and one of the toads, I can't remember, was one of the, it's like when they were setting up Bowser talking about what he's doing and stuff. That was like such fast dialogue. It was like trying to like world build real quickly. It was trying to like, you know, you got to go to the Jungle Kingdom and then you got to get them, blah, blah, blah. And they're just rushing through it, rushing through it. And that was like three minute scene that could have been dragged out for like in a regular movie for seven to ten minutes. It's it was just so fast. Like I think they were just so like jumping through that, just trying to make this movie to jump to the main scenes. Because the only the scenes that felt like they drug like they expanded on and had depth and like you could see the arcs or maybe more character in them was the Mario Kart. Just because that was the, to me that's the longest scene in the movie. That's the one that stands out. That everyone's gonna think of so to going back i know i've off got off a little track here but i, I didn't think it bothered me too much with their arc just because i think it was just they were just trying to get through everything so yeah it, it's nitpicking yeah i'll yeah. admit that it didn't like kill me during the movie i was just thinking back over it. i just don't like when they do that and they don't explain it. that's the problem they didn't explain why she's so good they just kind of was like hey she grew up here but again they kind of hinted to the fact that she was kind of just a natural, which I guess is fine, but when you've got the amount of skill, and again, I, I, I'm, I'm really depicting a Mario movie for kids here, but when you got the amount of skill you probably need to go through that obstacle course, I just don't buy that you got that on your first try. What Mario did was more realistic. He kept on failing, kept on failing, and again, I like that he didn't complete it. You did? I, yeah, I think it builds it, because at the end of the movie, he ends up being the hero, and he... He does what he needs to do to win. I would win. say, well, him and Luigi ends up being the hero because the, they do the best character in the movie, in my opinion, Luigi. Oh, which, which that's <laughs> yeah. biased. That's biased because I, I love Luigi. Uh, real quick, let's touch on Bowser because this was my other slight negative. I didn't think you needed the "I want to marry Peach" arc, and I know people, and I, I know this is like disagree. Wow. I just I can't believe that. I, that's that's huge. That made it. I think that really helped it out too because. They had an Odyssey represent because in the game Odyssey he wants to marry Peach, so it's already established. It's not like something that is just out of the blue. He's always wanted Peach, and I think they really made. To me, I loved the whole 
scene with him singing about Peach. That was amazing, and it's still awesome. I, I like that too. And again, but it just it felt like weirdly out of place, especially since this is a kids' movie. I just didn't see like this big dinosaur wants to marry this human that has. Well, yeah, I think that, it's that, kind of like, like I want to force her to marry me. I was like. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, it's a classic kind of like the villain, you know, is in love with the, uh, well, usually it's the damsel in distress, but in this, he's just, which I think was funny though, because like he, he, you know, he's so excited. He he does, I can't remember, what was the, he does like really corny uh, pickup line or whatever. I can't remember, but I remember he says it and then he's like, he kind of like smiles and looks at her with the flowers and she cuts her and be like, no, and just like, and just the Again, tone of his, like, what? <laughs> I laughed at all of it. Yeah. It was funny. It just to me, I just didn't think you needed it. I felt, I felt like it was a little weird in this movie. I, I see. I don't think it did. Just I think, but that's also me because you know I do uh, have played a good bit of Mario, especially recently with Mario Odyssey, which I think Mario Odyssey and Mario Kart are gonna be the two big games coming out of this movie that people are gonna be wanting to throw their money at. So that that didn't bother me. Nothing really bothered me about, I think, with Bowser. I don't think bothered nothing. I think Bowser was one of the complete characters for me. I think, to me, I think the only nitpick I have with characters just goes back to Cranky Kong and his voice. Because, you know, I, I'm more positive on this movie than you are because I couldn't resist buying just the popcorn bucket. I know that you picked only for, but I loved it. I, I was so excited for this movie in general. I think, as I said before, they did everything they had to do, and they did it. I th- right, they, they. I mean, they did enough. They did what they had to do to make this movie enjoyable. No, I agree. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Like, what what is like the things that I didn't love? I thought Paige didn't really have an arc, but again, pretty short movie. A lot of characters, hard to get everybody that arc you want. That's satisfying. Didn't think you needed the Bowser love storyline. Again, didn't take me out of the movie. It wasn't glaring, and it was funny. A very a lot of very funny scenes with it. One thing that did take me out of the movie, though was the music choices during some of the action scenes. Yeah, not the score, just no, no, the not music the scenes. they so cho- you pl- chose. You play, um, you play Thunderstruck, Take On Me, Mr. Blue Sky, uh, he- uh, Hero by Bonnie Tyler. These are all these are all things that, these are all songs that have been played in a thousand other movies, and it just felt really weird and generic, and I don't think you needed anything, because we were in this little world, you right? So we're in this world of Mario. We're hearing all the Mario sounds and stuff like that. That's all you needed, in my opinion. Why did you come and bring in outside music that not only just didn't fit with the movie, but was just so cliche? They didn't even. They even did the the Quentin Tarantino scene from Kill Bill when they're introducing. Was it uh, Peach? Maybe. And I was just like, uh, I can't remember when they did it, but I'm not sure. Just cliche after cliche after cliche song. That that is. The, that is a huge negative for me. That's probably the biggest one. So if I was doing a review, uh, you have the positives. The mixed category would have been the Bowser and Peach stuff. My big negative would have been these the choice, the the music choices in these scenes. I just feel like they didn't uh, mix it all with the movie. Yeah, I agree. That that definitely is the biggest negative I think for most people, and I've heard at least with everyone reviewing this movie, is the mo- movie uh, music choices. It's just. It's kind of odd. It felt like some of them didn't bother me, but the one that really bothered me, I told you this was a take on me. It was just so, they could have put like a Mario Kart song in there. It just, it felt so weird. Just them going into the jungle kingdom. They, 
it kind of, I don't know if it was supposed to be, it may have been supposed to have been uh, Funky Kong, the, the, the main, the meta for people that played Mario Kart Wii. So I feel like they may have had a nod to him, but no, it was just some random guy. And they play Take On Me as they go through the Jungle Kingdom showing it. I, it could have been so, it could have, it should probably should have been. Because, I mean, there's hundreds of soundtracks from Mario they could have used well, or I, in Donkey Kong. Well, the problem is you, um, when he's doing the training sequence, you you start playing I Need a Hero. And I'm like, yeah. see, that didn't bother me. It makes sense. But then you, I get it. That's you in see every you, Mario. They, they, but see, the studios use that before yeah. in animated movies, in Shrek, too. And you're not going to do it any better than Shrek. Like, true, true. So why did you do that? That's what it made me think of when I when I when they played "I Need a Hero." I was thinking of Shrek too when she sings that because that's way more iconic. That is true. I yeah. didn't like. Yeah, it bothered me, and I also hated Thunderstruck when they're going into uh, the uh, when they're going into when they're making their carts. I'm like, why are you playing Thunderstruck? It's like the most overused song of all time. I just I was just like. Again, it, that actually did bother me. It, it took me out yeah. of the movie, and the take on me one that was that was a weird choice. At least those fit the take on me while they're going it through just, the city. It was so weird. I was like, this doesn't even, like it didn't fit the like genrely. At, at least the others fit with what the scene were. That yeah, that one was weird. Again, if the biggest negative is some song choices, you have a pretty good movie. But it did take me out. So I hope in a sequel that they hear that criticism. Which is a good a, a good uh, a good movie studio will hear criticism and fix it, because your score was so great with all these different Mario sounds from this vast category uh, this vast world you've already built with the video games. Just use those. You've already got it. Uh, you've already got it right there for you. And if you want, you can create new songs like the uh, Peaches 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 song with Jack Black. That's that, a new song, and that's yeah. funny. That's Apparently, fun- it's eligible for an Oscar. Oh, he's winning. And everyone's wanting because they're like, we gotta get Jack Black an Oscar. Which I will admit, it's the only time I could tell is Jack Black when he was going high up. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's Tenacious D right there. Yep. So, which I've heard a lot of people were like, oh, it's kind of an. I, I didn't really love that scene. I thought it was pretty funny. It was pretty good. really good. Okay, so I guess uh, get into this part. What was your favorite scene from the movie overall? <laughs> I know this is okay. I really did like the commercial. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds bad, and it's at the beginning of the movie. I thought the opening was good too. I like I like movie openings. Uh, like when I think of my favorite movie openings of all time, I think of like Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I just like that kind of stuff. I like the movie opening. I like the commercial. Honestly, though, and I'm not a big battle guy. The ending battle worked for me really well. It did not the wedding. The wedding was okay. Uh, I I didn't think it was great. I, I thought it was kind of dumb in a sense there was a dark scene in the wedding part with uh, uh king oh, bomb bomb yeah he just, yeah they, they killed him <laughs> i was, was like so oh my god me and jack looked at each other like he just he's like oh, oh yeah, man, he just blew up i was like oh my god it's that, a kid's movie i think because you know i don't usually laugh at stuff but that got a grin out of me yeah. i was just like that's yeah. pretty funny that's but, just him just panicking and he's just, ah, but just no, running. yeah. Again, I'm I, even even with Marvel movies, I'm not a big like ending guy. Like the end of Endgame and Infinity War, those are both great, but those aren't my favorite scenes of the movie. Avengers. <laughs> I really do like the ending of this movie, though. I think with uh, Mario and Luigi coming together as brothers, getting, getting the, the star, super, yeah. and you hear the dun 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 dun. dun. I'm yeah. like, golly, I'm I'm back in this world, and they defeat Bowser. Work to a T for me. Easily favorite scene of the movie. Yeah, I think what they get it done. I think going back to the runtime with that. They probably could have had them escape and go back to 
the real world after defeating Bowser on his like ship or whatever. And then then going back to the real world and then Bowser they're like, Oh yeah, we made it home and then Bowser appears. I think that's where they could add some runtime a bit. And having them be like, Oh, we gotta save the world because it kind of felt like, oh, they're continuing their fight, it just got dragged into like it was like a backstage fight in WWE, just kinda like it just it slowly made its way into another scene. I feel like they could have built it up into two. But yeah, I think that was a very good scene. I did enjoy the dynamic with Mario and Luigi. Luigi saving Mario there, you know, and then helping him get the star. For me, favorite scene probably would be Oh, I, I might. I'm, I'm probably gonna have to go Mario Kart. I think it's gonna be everyone's. It's gonna be very generic. But that, that was so much fun. The, the detail of them, Rainbow Road. He's hitting the drift. He gets the, I, like the ultra boost, and it's just oh, this. I loved all the little details. This, it was as a person that loves Mario Kart, amazing. No, I agree. Uh, again, I, as I said, Mario Kart is probably my favorite video game of all time. So that scene worked very well for me. I and now I just want to see more Mario Kart in movies, uh, or in, in movies to come because I thought it was cool. Again, besides the thunderstruck opening, I did like the uh, the whole scene how it played out. Again, I referenced the blue shell. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was unique, and it separated our heroes. And it was actually the thing that a uh, that set up the rest of uh, the final fight. Interestingly enough, so that blue shell did um, he did his job. He was a good little Koopa. But he didn't give up. He didn't give up, but I totally agree with you. I, th- I think mine would probably go Final Fight and then the Mario Kart scene, and they're very close because the other scenes in the movie were good. I really liked, weirdly enough, when Mario and Luigi go down into the... Uh, but right before they get in the world, they're mm-hmm. they're looking for how to stop the flood in the opening act. Again, I just like... I like the music that plays. It, it's the same music from Super Mario Brothers. When, yeah, the when you're down arcade. Like, yeah, when you're down like a cavern or something like that. And I, I, I liked all that, them looking, and then them finally going to the world was cool. And Luigi, uh, Luigi's Mansion scene where Luigi's alone looking, and then the Shy Guys pop up. thought that was a standout. And uh, uh, I know it scared you a good bit when the, when the Shy Guys appeared <laughs> yeah, behind yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, J- Jack was shaking in his boots. But... I thought there was a lot of good standout scenes in this movie. Yeah, I think for me, honorable mentions for me would be the opening scene with Bowser introducing him. The second one would be Mario and Luigi going to actual, excuse me, actual plumbing, and they have to fight the dog. I thought that was just fun. I thought. Uh, was, uh, I think we both laughed a good bit uh, throughout yeah. that one. Yeah, like he's chasing Luigi, and Mario's having to fight him off, and they, and the dog's like making his way up over the shower and stuff. Was, the, the little looks the dog gives yeah. him, especially since uh, was it Luigi who stepped on his bone? Yeah, yeah, Luigi just yeah, broke his bone. Yeah, Luigi then, broke his bone. The dog just kind of looks at him, and you're just like, <laughs> uh, and then when it cuts to like, uh, so for him to escape the shower, the shower's filling up with water, and he just sits there and just stares at him like a mean look, like he knows he's about to get out. Uh, I thought that was really fun. I thought those were funny. Toad, Toad scenes were really good. I really liked when Toad and I feel like they definitely could have had a little bit more, but I think it was fun having Toad show Mario through the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, the introduction. Going through the pipes and stuff. Yeah, the introduction of Toad was really nice just when they first meet and the little stuff Toad says. And Toad's a little, uh, he's a little confident little joker. And it's it's funny. He's like, you know, I'm going to be the Toad that's the hero and I'm going to save the princess. And and he uh, he does his job. I, I liked him a lot in this movie. So, who would be your favorite character? Who do you think? 
Luigi. I know. Yeah, it's Luigi. Okay. Now, again, well, who, honorable mentions for you because I know who's because I know I got one in my head for who's probably going to be maybe in my top five, top three. Again, yeah, all uh, again, it was going to be Luigi the whole time because growing up, that's the one I played. I was weirdly enough, it was because my my little brother loved Mario, but he was shorter than me. So I always let him dress up as Mario, and I was Luigi because you know Luigi's taller. That's this who I played in Mario Kart. I just grew up loving this character, and then obviously Luigi's Mansion I think are very underrated games. I just thought the uh, the little flashback scene which has worked for me. They fleshed out his character really good, even though he's not in the movie a whole lot. I liked his little dialogue with the little star thing and when when he's locked up and how the stars very yeah luma that's one yeah luma very what's the word i'm looking for like marat or not pessimistic uh nihilist morbid morbid yeah yeah morbid nihilist talking about death the whole time like this is a kid's movie i I was the ending too yeah i know it's like like, everything's meaningless and it's just like floating away it was funny but you're like wait this this is a a kid's kids movie movie. right Right? so luigi's art i can't wait to see what they do for him in later movies and hopefully he gets his own solo movie i'm praying to god but if i had to do like a honorable mention because i don't think that uh that that was a safe pick. I honestly really like Bowser, I and I think a lot of this just goes to Jack Black. I, we mentioned how Charlie Day and Jack Black were the two best voice casts. Bowser's character was, you believed the threat. You're like this guy means business. He will tear it up by the opening scene. I mean, he tears down the whole little penguin's uh, castle, but the funny parts were also funny, and he's just. Again, I know I'm going to co- contradict myself, but he's just a guy that just he, he's he in love. He just wants love. Yeah. He just wants love. So I don't know if you're. I know you. Well, I guess you haven't actually. But the Mario Odyssey, there's a scene in it where after you defeat Bowser and stuff, it's literally him and Mario with flowers in their hand trying to like propose to Peach, and she's like, whatever, like you know, and that. And so I thought that's why I was saying like stuff like that that didn't bother me because it's in the games. I think those fit in well. It didn't like take away from him being the threat he is because we've seen it before in Mario games. We've seen them like Mario Party where they're like together. It's not them facing each other. Okay, and then ooh, characters for me. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so who was your favorite character? See, Jack, Jack Black's very good. Toad was very good. I don't want to say Luigi too. Yeah. Mario's good in this too. Mario I, I feel like you can never say the main character. Uh, yeah, Mario's good. But M- Mario's good in this. His, his character arc works for me very I well. I like Luma a lot. I know she was, like, morbid and stuff, and, like... Definitely had the funniest laughs yeah. in the movie. Very. You know what? I might put Luma... I might do some side characters. Luma and then the Penguin King. Yeah. I thought it was his... Them just kind of be like, uh... The banter they had, being in the little jail cells, I thought was funny. I think of the main cast. I'll give the notch to Bowser over Luigi. I'll probably do a little different where you had Luigi, then Bowser. I'm probably going to go Bowser, then Luigi, just because Bowser's dynamic with his Koopa army was really funny. Where, like, he once said something, I can't remember what he says, but then he gets mad, throws a, a fireball at him, and he just turns to a dry, uh, dry, bones. dry bones, which I thought was clever. That was clever. That was a good scene. Yeah, uh, uh, Luigi and Bowser... I think were the two best characters. You got a couple scenes with them, maybe not as much as I would have liked to, because I mean they were uh, Bowser did have him ca- captive, so I feel like they could have 
flesh it out a little bit more. But I thought they oh, uh, played off I, each other very well. Who I, this is back? Because I don't really know everyone's name. I know I have played Mario a lot, but I just can't. I'm not great with all the names. But Bowser's a little henchman, like his side man. That he oh, was wizard. Good. Yeah, the I wizard. I can't think. He of his was name. good. He, he actually, was good. Now he was funny. He had the weird accent, and that worked. That worked for him. It just it was so. He was funny, and then him being dressed up as Peach, you know, him as Bowser works on the the pickup line, just perfect. No, that, that, that was nice. A lot of good characters in this movie. Let's talk about the box office, and our Reels review last week we talked about is the movie theater dead, and I said that it's going to take movies like that are kind of fresh that we haven't seen a whole lot of, and while I guess an animated movie about a video game franchise isn't really fresh. We've never had a Mario movie. It's one of the biggest IPs in the world. And this thing killed. It made $204.6 billion domestically over five days for a worldwide... To- uh, and then three seventy five point six worldwide on a $100 million budget. It smashed all the box office records. It's the biggest worldwide opening of all time for an animated movie and the second biggest uh, domestic opening all time for an animated movie right behind Finding Dory. And just a quick little side note, because this is really interesting. Universal, so Illumination DreamWorks, have the four biggest uh, box office hits since the pandemic for animated movies with Minions, The Rise of Gru, uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which is a incredible movie that if you have not seen go see it it's one of the best movies that's come out in the last couple of years and then sing Two, putting kind of disney and pixar on their heels a little bit that's it, an interesting little thing do you think this movie deserved to make that because I, I think it definitely did i think it did just because you have all these kids that want to go see it and being a person in that kind of gamer nerdy culture like that likes to get invested in all that knowing that a lot of people that are into all that, they're going to want to go see that movie multiple times to see the Easter eggs and stuff. Like, they're just going to go back. Like, that's probably going to be a lot of the money of people going to rewatch it, to go see it again. And then you got the kids that are going to go want to go go ahead and go, go rewatch it again because they're probably going to be like, hey, let's go see it again, let's go see it again. Because I remember the, the last, like, because I want to go see it again personally, but the last anime movie I wanted to do that with was Cars. Which yeah. I know, which shockingly, Cars is not as beloved Pixar movie as I thought it was growing up. But I was like, oh, the movie's awesome. It made a ton of money, though. It did. It, that's my favorite. I know it's not everyone's favorite because a lot of people think it's not, not that great. In the series, I understand Cars 2 was rough. I even like Cars 2. I know it's a bad movie, but I, I, st- I still I, enjoy it. That, I those spy aspect. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I, I was a kid and I had it on my uh, iPad. I'd watch it all the time. Again, yeah. No, when you're a kid animated movies are definitely better than I guess you would think because Cars 2 it, yeah it's not a, it's not a good movie but as a kid I loved it it is yeah. interesting to think about what think, kids value okay so one of the points I, I got brought up talking about Pixar and compared to Illumination Illumination is just dumb fun for kids I'm sure that's best way to put it it's just simple it's not complex there's not much like you know deeper meaning maybe behind some of it Whereas Pixar, you know, they're really trying to get a message, and it's really, it's almost catered more to adults at this point to some of the messages they put out. And it is, and they're not working at all either. And you might be thinking, well, I guess you just can't make a mature movie. That's not true though, because yes, you have Minions, Rise of Gru, Sing Two, and then Mario. You're like, oh, those are all kids' movie. Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. 
I mean, yeah, it's a kids' movie. It's animated, but those they deal they deal in some really deep themes about narcissism, uh, what happens when you kind of lose your way, loss, all that. It's a really deep m- movie that emotionally gets to you. And to me, again, that's why Mario was like probably the most fun movie of the year. But Puss in Boots: The Last Wish is the best movie I, movie I've seen in a couple years. So it, it kind of proves that you can do that. You just got to make better movies. And I guess for one one thing or another, Disney just isn't making movies that people want to go see, which isn't good for them. What's the last Pixar movie you've seen? In like a theater? Theater or watch? Probably Incredibles, I'd say. Like that's like the, when was the last time you watched it? Like? The most, re- it's been a couple years. For me, I watched the Encanto. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that Encanto. Yeah, Encanto. I, sorry, you Encanto. you saw yeah you show your southern yeah, right, southern there. right there. Usually I don't. I'm gonna say you're you're, you're turning to me. I know you're rubbing off because usually I'm the one that doesn't like show it as much. I'm about to say yeah, I watched that uh, <laughs> Encanto. That was yeah. quite a good Encanto. movie. Encanto. Yeah. That's a little story about family. No, that see that that's a great movie. Yeah, uh, and that did very well, but they put it on the streaming service if you remember because it was it came mm-hmm. out kind of during that pandemic. Yeah, I do now. think the last one I went to see in theaters was Incredibles two. I think yeah, I want to say that was I saw it. I think it came out in the summer, right? Yeah. So, and that was that was good. That was mm-hmm. that was pretty good. But and the last one I was excited for was Cars Three, which was very good actually. I yeah. thought that was actually very good, like good closure to that story. But no, it, it just seems like Illumination DreamWorks, a Universal, knocked it out of the park. Especially re- they're now okay. What have you thought about the their other movies compared? Because where's this rank for you? Because I've never been into the Despicable Me franchise or Minions. I, I or, think the first Despicable Me is actually pretty good. It's a it's a good little movie. I think still it, the moon. Yeah, I think it has some good themes. I think Vector's really funny as a villain, and I love Jason Segel. Uh, so that probably helps. Second one, not quite as good, but still watchable. Third one, I think is actually bad, but. I don't know. Illumination's okay. I never watched the Minions, The Rise of Groot. Yeah, nah. Then you got, what, Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, never watched that. I I'll- think I saw the second. It is a fever dream. I had a friend in high school that loved that the first one. And they're like, oh, let's go see it. It feels like a dream. Like I don't, like, it felt like I dreamt everything that happened. Like, I went to see it. I don't recall a single thing from that movie. But apparently I went to my friends. I've asked my friends, like, did we see that? And they're like, yeah. I don't recall a single thing from that movie at I, all. I've watched Sing, and I thought that was, again, good, dumb, fun. But, again, all these movies are not meant for me at all. None of them. They're meant for kids. They're meant for kids, and a couple of them are good. I, I think, again, I like Despicable Me. That's, that's just a, I think that's a good film. I think, I think it's just straight up a good film. Uh, would I like this if I wasn't a Super Mario Brother fan? Maybe not, but there's not a whole that's, lot of people that aren't Super Mario. Yeah, I feel like fans. you still enjoy it because I feel like even if you don't like Mario, it's still just a fun movie to watch. It's a fun little adventure. There's cool scenes. That's as we as we said, the the visuals are very polished. The score is amazing. If you probably don't haven't played Mario, the probably the music choices won't bother you as much. You might still you may also think okay, a little weird, but I I think you're just you're gonna enjoy it. If you look at it just as what it is, it's a kid's movie, you're going to enjoy it. I don't think you should try to get too critical. I don't think you should look at this as some crazy deep movie for the like the best picture or something like everything, everywhere, all at once, where that has this 
wild story, wild plot, everything just coming together, and then you have Super Mario Brothers, which is just, it's a fun adventure, it's for kids, it's going to go by real fast, it's not long, it's barely over an hour, It's it did what it needed to do. It, yeah, it did. It's it's fun, and I think I think Universal's smart in doing all this with their animated movies. You you probably don't need to push uh, some sort of agenda on either side of the aisle when you're trying to make kids movies. Just make dumb, fun kids movies. Have a nice story, a pick me up. Look at Mario. If he can do it, you can do it. Kind of movie. I think that works. Princess Peach for little girls. I think that works. A strong woman. I think it all works. It's all good. Yeah. So, what would you, what would be your final ranking for this movie? What was your rating? Because I know we already joked about we do out of five. Yeah, we, we, we do out of everything. So, out of ten billion, what are you ranking? Yeah. So, I want I want to do two for this movie in in entertainment and enjoyment levels. Okay. Nine point five. Nine point five out of ten for enjoyment. Yeah. As yeah. far as just. What I what I expected and what I wanted out of this movie, it pretty much delivered on all fronts except for the music choices uh, or uh, for for those. As far as a movie critically, uh, I'm gonna go to my letterbox for score, probably three point five uh, out of five, so around a seven out of ten. I thought it was good, good little movie, nice little story. Visuals were great, a good voice cast, sets up sets up a good universe, good setup movie, which is mostly what I probably think. This was they played it safe, which I think is fine in your first movie. You have to establish. I think I think we've talked about this. You differ than me. You have to establish your world first before you can make more risky choices. They've established it. They did what they needed to do. And now, if they want to make a a Luigi's Mansion or a movie about Toad or something like that, or a Donkey Kong solo movie, they can make that because they've established that. Hey, look, like we're we're going to do the characters right. And it's going to be a fun time. So if you like this, you'll like that. Yeah. For me, enjoyment-wise, I want to say 10 out of 10. Just, I almost went that too. I, I, you know, I'll be, because I'll, I'll let you be the more pessimistic person for this. I'm be, I got to give it 10 out of 10. If you like Mario, if you're a kid, if you just want to watch a fun movie that's short, it's not going to drag out. It's not going to be like, oh, when's this thing over? You're going to enjoy it. Critically, critically, I'd give it a lower score. Like if I was looking at this critically, if I was doing it on your letterbox, it probably would have been like a two point five, two point seven. Wow, I think I think that's what you got to get. But my score, because you also think you got to look back. It is a kids movie when you you got to come down to the real world and not be like this is art, this is cinema. You don't have to be like all that. This oh, this, this was cinema. yeah, this this was cinema. But it's it's a kids movie, so I think looking at it that way, I got to go four out of five. Yeah. So no, very very solid. Again, can't stress this enough. We, we keep we keep talking about this. It did what it needed to do, and I'm pumped for sequels. I would love to kind of get into what we think was going to happen in the sequels, but I know we're kind of running uh, late on time. We've kind of gone over a little bit. We we both really enjoyed this. Real quick, who who do you want as the villain of the sequel? I know who I want. Who do you want? I think the villain of the sequel could be. I think it could be Baby Bowser. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's who you go. I think that's as. good. Um, I really want Wario and Luigi, uh, Waluigi in the next movie. Whether they're secondary villains or main antagonists, I would really like to see them. Yeah, that, that could work. Um, I, I but I've, I figure they're probably going to go more into 
uh, Mario Galaxy, Mario Odyssey. They're probably going to go into space at some point. Maybe not in the next movie, but they've got a lot of avenues they can do. So There's so much. A lot of things they can do. But that is going to do it for today's episode. Next week, and this is probably my most hype movie of the year because I'm a humongous Nicolas Cage fan. I think he's one of the greatest and most underrated actors of all time. Renfield comes out in a couple of days, uh, the new Dracula movie. And we will be watching that and reviewing that. Our first real hard R movie we've watched. Obviously, John Wick. Uh, John, John Wick. John Wick. John, all over the place today. Well, John Wick was pretty rated R. But I don't know if y'all have seen the Red Band trailer for this movie. But it is pretty pretty gory. Pretty gory. But uh, I know I'm excited about that. Jack, you, uh, you ready to see some vampires? I will be reviewing the film. That's all I can say. Wow, wow. A little shot. But, guys, thanks again for joining us. For Jack Myrick, I am Donovan Weaver. And always remember to keep the popcorn popping and the reels rolling.